Welcome to Party Poopers, episode 22, with Alethea and Phil. Hello. What's that look on your face? It's very crackly, and I didn't know if it was intentional or not. Oh, that's, yeah, the... Like, crack- it sounded cool, and then I thought, oh, maybe there's something wrong with the The wires. crackliness, whatever, is like mm-hmm. a vinyl effect. It's part of the song. It's supposed to sound like that. Ah. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, what's going on? Nothing. It's been a little while. It's been a rough week. Yeah? It's it's been been a rough couple of weeks. Why? It's just been really busy. Okay. And also, I don't know, the last episode we did, I didn't like it because I was a little too tipsy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I didn't like the energy I was putting out there. Okay. How are you feeling today? Oh, I'm super fine, chill today. Like, okay, okay. good. So yeah, we got a fresh start, episode twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I know you have stuff you want to talk about. Lay it on me. That's weird. That's a weird segue. <laughs> I feel awkward when you put me on the spot. I like it when things are like oh. more organic. I will say something cool though. Well, I'll so, be the judge of that. No, I'll, I am the judge, jury, and executioner. <laughs> okay. You should know that by now. <laughs> um, yeah, like at work, we got in a new, uh, I pulled in some mistletoe for Christmas because I thought, well, you know, it's Christmas and it just looked cute and I thought it was a cute little Do you idea. really think mistletoe is appropriate during mistletoke. the COVID-19? Mistletoke. Uh, oh, what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mistletoe. Yeah, Redikin had put out um, this, um, I guess you call it a cultivar called Mistletoke. Oh. And uh, for Christmas. And, you know, like the colors of the packaging is a little bit different. And it's just a cute little Christmassy thing. Like it'll probably just be out for a couple of weeks or something. And mm-hmm. anyway, so um, myself and another girl at work bought some to try, as you do, because you try to like stay on top of. Especially if I'm bringing something new. I always try to, if I change something up that's in the store, I'll, I want to try it myself, right? Because we've had like some stuff in there that's just been in there forever. And it's just nice to have the opportunity to, you know, to bring in something seasonal or whatever and try it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so she opened up hers last night and uh, there was a spider in her, in her jar. What? Yeah, so she got an eighth, and when she opened it up, she 
dumped it out to take a picture. And the first really cool thing was that it fucking spied her. Like, she's, like, slowly crawled out. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. So, like, like those little weed containers that you have, And like, it had really long lid? legs. So she was like, that's why I was laughing last night because she was joking. Oh, yeah, yeah, his legs were stretched way out. I'm like, oh, I'm God. sure. Super I don't know how it survived. <laughs> it must have been fucking high. But it didn't smoke it, so maybe not. But I don't know how... Like, just being in a container full of weed would affect a, a spider. Yeah, my God. Anyway, so whatever. I don't, I, I assume she let it go free. I hope so. But her bud actually had a heart in it. So there were two nuggets that were fused together mm-hmm. in the shape of a heart. So then today I opened mine up with a little bit of trepidation because I was like, yee, I don't want to see like a spider come out. Um, maybe that's just part of that flavor. Just all of them come with the spider. Well, I said maybe the spider got so stoned it fucking made a nest out of the weed. Like it was like it made a heart. Oh. Maybe it like weaved together this heart nugget for her. It was really cute. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so I dumped mine out and I didn't have a heart. I was kind of bummed and I didn't have a spider. But I am happy that it's not something that happens in every container because that makes it really cool. And, uh, yeah, and it was nice. And I did see a little, you know, a little green and red in there, and I was kind of like, yay. Cool. Yeah. So the actual weed itself has green and red in it? Well, you know, weed is different color, and the trichomes have color on them, and so they, you know, they'll break off, in the, especially in the, those you know, in that packaging, the plastic containers, they get bumped around and stuff. So that's kind of sad. But it was nice to see the colors of the weed because um, it's not all the same. And it's never like when you look it up on the Internet, they're going to show you the perfect picture of when it's, you know, first, you know, released from its vine or whatever. And mm-hmm. It doesn't look like that by the time you get it and open it up usually. But it was just nice to see. Um, yeah, it was kind of cool, and it was nice. It had a really short high, I found, personally, but it was nice. I had a nice little buzz going for, I only had a little bit. I was just using my one-hitter. I'm just trying to get used to that because, you know, I have it, so just it's nice to use from time to time. And, um, yeah, it was a nice little little couple-hour buzz I had on the go. Cool. And now I'm having some wine. I'm about to have some wine, but I've been diligently working through my beer advent calendar. So I've got uh, 24 beers in an advent calendar. It comes in this cardboard box that you can poke the holes and pull a beer out every day. And the beer today was actually really good, um, but I don't remember what it's called. Nice. But it I'll, was called Galaxy something IPA. Yeah, I think it's by... Galaxy Haze IPA. Three... B, it's like it's called the three brewing experiment or something. Mm-hmm. I'll post it on the Instagram so that everybody knows because this one was, was particularly good. And uh, I'm actually going on vacation in a week, and I'm going to be photographing all the beers in the entire advent calendar, all 24 of them. And I don't know what to do with them. Like 24 Instagram posts is a lot, so. It's Christmas. Who cares? Just We've go, been, like, go crazy. Forever. Just post all of them. Sure. <laughs> okay. Sure. So that's what I'm going to do then. Or so. you could like do like four days at a time or three days at a time or something. Four days at a time would work out nicely to four, uh, six, six batches of four. Hmm. And that would bring you right to Christmas. 
Okay. Well, I'll work on it. Either way, I'm going to post them all on Instagram. And yeah. that way everybody can see all the beers, even though it's going to be a ton of posts, it's going to be fine. And you guys can check them all out. And so far I've enjoyed most of them. Cool. I'm not going to say I enjoyed 100% of them because not all of them were amazing, but. That chai one was quite nice, but not like, I don't even know if I'd be able to drink a whole pint of that. That was pretty intense. Excuse me. Um, yeah, like. There's a bunch that I don't know if I'd want to have more than one or two. The one I had last night was a coffee stout um, that was pretty good. But again, I, would, I, would, I wouldn't want to have more than one. I forgot to tell you last night that um, so I was at work and, and we had ordered pizza because it was getting quite late and we were both really, really hungry. So I decided to order a vegan pizza so that my coworker could try it and see that it was delicious. So we ordered a spicy Hawaiian with um, black olives on it. Anyways, it came and they had forgotten to put the black olives on it. So we were super hungry and we started to eat. And whenever I'm so hungry like that, I'll get the hiccups. And I already had them and they got progressively worse, like really bad. They hurt so bad. So I was trying to call the pizza place to tell them that they forgot to give me my olives. (laughs) And I could not get more than a couple of words out and then I I just had the hiccups and it was so funny because the girl that took my call was dying on the other end and it was just like it was really hilarious and then I got my olive credit yeah I I thought that was really funny because you came home and you're like yeah next time we order from this pizza place I have a credit for olives and I was like what what are you talking about just bonus olives so that's Mm -hmm. cool don't fuck around with my food order man yeah. Well, a while ago I was thinking about, I was listening to old music and a lot of people listen to the same music um, as like their core music listening stuff. I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, what, like <laughs> when, you're, when you're growing up and like you're in high school and whatever uh-huh. and you kind of find your jam and a lot of, I find that a lot of people kind of, establish their core of music and then they expand from there obviously as they Mm -hmm. get older and whatever but they're always gonna like a lot of people keep a certain set of songs or albums or artists or whatever in their core rotation you know what i mean and me i kind of i don't necessarily keep them in my core rotation but like i'll come back to them so i was like i was listening to offspring and nirvana and green day and especially the green day dookie album that was like my first CD I ever okay. owned. Don't go too far into this because I had wanted to do a music episode. So okay, that's fine. I and I'm not going to talk about the an music. Intense episode. I really want to dive into like music that changed changed you or influenced you growing up. Okay, and now. So well, Dookie was the first CD I ever owned, <laughs> and uh, the first three CDs I ever owned were Offspring Smash, Green Day, Dookie. And Nirvana, never mind. Did you see them when they played in the street during, I don't know if it was just for laughs, but it was like a summer festival no. in Montreal? Oh, you didn't see them. I've never seen Green Day, Offspring, or Nirvana live ever in my life, mm. unfortunately. But um, anyway, I was listening to that music, and then I was, I was thinking how, like, I don't know, I got kind of weirdly philosophical with myself, and I was thinking, like, do I like this music because it's good which it is or is it is there is there some kind of like thing that's happening in my brain where it's because i'm it's comfortable it's familiar it brings back 
you know, memories of a, of a different time, a simpler time maybe, or, um, you know, something to fall back to in my mind. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like when... Well, do you sing along with it and it makes you happy? Because then you genuinely like it and it doesn't really matter why. I generally don't sing along to songs, but... Um, That's psychopathic. <laughs> <laughs> right there <laughs> but it as I, I was i was walking and thinking about it and uh well i was i was with memphis we were walking and then and he started singing no that would be scary as fuck <laughs> i would love that <clears throat> but um i i visualized it in my mind as like this uh groove and like something like um like i don't know if you have like a like a, a tool that has like a pick on it and like you settle like into the thing they use to give lobotomies no, oh. no, this was before I was thinking about it before we watched that ratchet episode, okay. but, um, spoiler alert, whatever. Anyway, but yeah, there's like a certain groove, like, oh, it's the somewhere in tr- your mind, in your brain, you know, I just, I was thinking about how like, it's, uh, I was just visualizing it as like a worn in place, like a, a well visited place. And like your mind just like a heel easy. on an old shoe. No. Well, that's well worn. Oh, in. yeah, I guess, but not not like that at all. That's not the visualization I'm going for. Like anyway, the back of your underwear when you wear it too much, no, it starts to get like God. transparent. No, not, <laughs> no, like when when a fitting on a socket is brand new and it's like rather tight and it's difficult to click on and off and and attach. But like if it's worn, whoa, then, are we talking about sockets still? I'm talking about receptacles and plugs and things. So then you, if if it's worn in, then it's like easy and smooth and it like has Phil, more of a soft He's click. doing the man man motions with his hands here, like the manual. As you're talking, you're like doing this thing with your hand that nobody can see. Right. But anyway, but they can, they can imagine in their mind and okay. uh, yeah, whatever. Anyway, all that is besides the point. The whole point is, I was thinking about that and I was thinking about like there's this certain nostalgia that accompanies that accompanies like listening to music like that and I'm not going to wipe my forehead. Anyway, I I went online, I looked it up and um I actually like there's this subreddit called uh does not translate mm-hmm. and they have words on there that won't translate that you just can't translate into English. Like there is no word that it exists that describes that have you tried to find, like, there's those whole bunch of words in, like, different languages that describe a feeling related to something. That's exactly what I'm about to tell you. Oh. So, um, anyway, Sorry. that subreddit is full of stuff like that. This was not in there. I found it separately from that. But um, there is a Brazilian Portuguese word called sodaje. And I actually and I actually went on YouTube. I looked it up. I listened to a bunch of videos of people pronouncing it and teaching how to pronounce it. And um, that's the Brazilian pronunciation. Um, but it's described as a deep emotional state of nostalgic or profound melancholic longing for an absent something or someone that one cares for and or loves and it often carries a repressed knowledge that the object of longing might never be had again like your youth for example mm-hmm. um it's the recollection of feelings experiences places or events that once brought excitement pleasure or well-being but now trigger the senses and make one experience the pain of separation from those joy sensations 
but it acknowledges that to long for the past would detract from the excitement you feel towards the future. So, so Daje describes both. Oh, like happy. every song that you would eventually get to listen to, um, after you've had that period of like not being able to listen to it when you've broken up with somebody, you know, and you associate music with them because it like brings up a painful kind of thing. But then after a while, you can enjoy it again, and it makes you sad, but it also you like feel like, oh, I can I can own this again because I'm past that now, and like I'm. I'm growing from it, so I have the right to re-enjoy this song, even though it still kind of has a little bit of sadness attached to it. Um, well, in that sense, then, that would be directly related to your ex, and you would be feeling those feelings about your ex, and the song would just be, you know, a medium for that or whatever. Well, but, maybe not the person, just the that period of your life, you know? Um, Maybe, but only if... Only if it's the separation from that that makes you sad and not yeah. the thing that happened that makes you sad. Yeah. Um, anyway, it describes both happy and sad at the same time, which is most closely translated to the English saying bittersweet. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting. Oh, like I just, the you know, I just, uh, I just thought that was cool that there was a word. I like it when I find words in other languages that describe uh, like a feeling or like I think there's a word in like finish or something that describes like it's like a word specific for like the very first snowfall of Mm -hmm, the year mm -hmm. and you know stuff like that i think that's cool to find yeah find things like that and so they were saying that they think that the portuguese originally developed this word because you know you would have uh these boats going away for long periods of time and you would have this longing for the person that went away and um you're waiting for them and Sometimes they would never come back, and then it would just be this bittersweet memory of them. What would be sweet about that? Well, because you're remembering the happy times, but you're sad thinking about them. But, you know, Mm -hmm. but there's no evidence that that's exactly where the word came from. That's just uh, hypothetical. But I thought that was interesting, and I wanted to share that. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So what else is going on? It's Christmassy time now, so, you know, <laughs> I don't know, trying to, we don't really have any decorations. We don't have a lot of decorations, but we don't have, we need to, like, kind of try to tidy up here tomorrow so we can get a few things up and make it a little fest. And like, you know, I don't know, like we do, like we don't do a big deal for Christmas, but it's nice to have a little thing that's our own. Yeah. And yeah, actually, that was kind of what I wanted to talk to you about was like, um, I don't know, we should talk about like Christmas stuff. It's coming up to the holidays. So we should talk about like traditions, things we liked, maybe movies, like I don't really cookies, like... music, like what are the things? I don't like Christmas. Well, okay, but I've, I, I unequivocally prefer Halloween over Christmas. However, there are certain things that I do like about Christmas. So I can't say that I hate Christmas. Um, I don't like the maybe the traditional way that it's celebrated, but I definitely have some fond memories of things that I've done as an adult that I really enjoyed that happened because it was Christmas. I'm a mid-December baby. And my I'm sister is an early February baby, like it's early so gross. December baby. So, um, 
I was sandwiched between her birthday and Christmas and it sucked. I was, I felt like my birthday just got totally rolled over and. Oh my God. I had a friend whose birthday was like right before Christmas. I think it was was either right before or right after. I can't remember if it was like the 23rd or the 28th. Either way, they like cleaned up. I'm not a fan of the Christmas music. Okay, there's got to be a Christmas song that you like. There has to be one Christmas song. No, like my my Christmas music is listening to Richard Cheese. No, but I mean, forget that. You just discovered that. Although it's quite nice. I've been doing it for years and... And those aren't even Christmas songs. They're but just, what is your, what, there has to be a one holiday song that you like. Think, think about, like, as a child, there has to be one song that you liked, that you really enjoyed at some point. Or maybe as an adult, I don't know. I don't know, uh, Claire Delalune? That's not a Christmas song. I, I don't know, I, I don't know. Really? I can't think of a single Christmas song that What about I, the Muppets? What about them? They had a whole Christmas album out. I, I played it for you. I'm, and I have it on CD. So I have it on record and CD. Yeah, I wasn't really that into that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what's They're your What's your song? favorite Christmas song? I absolutely love. There is this. I love the Muppets Christmas album entirely. Like, I almost every song on that album is just awesome. I remember the day I got it. I remember the weather. I remember what I was doing. I absolutely love that album. And there's what was the weather like? It well, it wasn't St. John, so it was like like a drizzly and like gray outside. And we got it at this uh, record store, I think. And it was like in the like it wasn't like a big it wasn't in the mall. It was on the street downtown. And I was really psyched to get it because, like, I didn't have a lot of my own records. Most of my records came from records that were um, rejected by the church radio station that my grandfather ran. So, like, you know, because they couldn't play it because it wasn't appropriate for church. So he gave them to me. That's a good start. Yeah. (laughs) I had some pretty good records. Um, But but. This one was my own record, and I absolutely loved it. And it was John Denver and the Muppets, and I loved John Denver. And I still really love John Denver. And um, there was the Alfie the Christmas Tree song made me really sad, but I really, really, really liked it. And I think that was like one of the second last songs or something on the album. But my favorite is when they're singing Christmas is Coming and the Goose is Getting, what is it, Christmas? And the goose is getting fat. That's on. Christmas is coming. The goose is getting fat. Please to put a penny in the old man's hat. Have you ever heard that song? It does not sound like a very vegan-friendly song. Well, anyways, it's the best one because Miss Piggy loses her fucking mind in that song. But Animal, <laughs> I loved Animal. Animal was like my soulmate, <laughs> my soul animal, my soul spirit. I don't know what your spirit animal, <laughs> whatever. Anyways, um... It's the best. It's the best song. It's such a happy little song. Okay. Yeah. Does Animal actually say anything or are you just playing the drums? Um, at one, at he, he does say he does say something in it. He sings along with them. But um, yeah, you just have to listen to it. Okay. I will. 
anyway, so that's Christmas songs. Um, so did you have any traditions for Christmas growing up? Like something Mm -hmm. that you did, it doesn't have to be like a typical thing. It could just be something you did with your friend, but surely you must've had something that you at least looked forward to. Yeah. So at Christmas time, um, depending if we were with family or not, I had a very large extended family, but I wasn't super close with them. But still, sometimes around Christmas, we would go and spend Christmas Eve and we'd have go have dinner at a family member's place. And there'd be all the uncles and aunts and cousins and all that stuff. And the one tradition we had was that, and even if we were home, was that you could open one present the night of Christmas Eve. And then you could open the rest of them the following morning. I never understood this. I always thought that was so strange. And I grew up understanding that this was Catholic people that did this. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. My mom was was raised Catholic. So maybe that has something to do with it. But also it's past the point where like people are, where like, you know, the kids and stuff were thinking about Santa Claus and whatever. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it was more in the adult times, like for adult things and whatever, or teenagers and up, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there was one time at my Uncle Richard's place that Santa did actually physically come to the house. Like, um, so Santa actually showed up. Nice. And that was kind of kind of wild. I wasn't expecting that. But, um, but yeah, for the most part, yeah, you get to open one present the night of and then the rest of them in the morning, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Mostly because, like, you're over at somebody's place or whatever, and they yeah. want to they want to see you open yeah. the present. You know, I, d- I did you give not someone like a present, that. you want to see them open it. We used to have to do the rounds of visiting houses, and as people got older and moved out with their families and stuff, like we'd go do it. I just I never really liked that, so I really liked it when I had to work on Christmas Eve, even when like when I got older, so that I could kind of avoid that kind of thing. I just, I don't know, I always felt like I didn't really fit in in any of those gatherings at all because it was always, like, one particular side of the family, and it just didn't feel good. But I remember one year I waited for a really long time for my boyfriend to come over to, like, decorate the tree and stuff, and he just got drunk and he didn't come over, and that was that was really sad. But I always really liked waiting till the last minute, and then myself and my friend would go Christmas shopping downtown, and we would, like, it was just really cool because it was always shitty weather up. We'd be, like, walking around. We'd stop the arcade and, like, bum around there, you know, waste a little bit of time. And then bum around the Atlantic Place and, like, get Timbits and, and like, cocoa or coffee for whatever the least amount of money was that we had, right? Because Timbits were, like, 10 cents or something. Mm-hmm. And then... Timbits would, are donut holes for yeah, anyone yeah, that yeah, doesn't yeah, know yeah, what Timbits yeah. are. And I always really, really liked, obviously, the chocolate powder. Duh. So they were chocolate with, like, icing sugar on them. Oh, I, lo- I used to like favorite. the nature, like the plain ones. Well, afterwards, I actually started to enjoy those ones because I felt like they had some kind of cinnamony, like apple cidery. Yeah, they're not actually plain. They have yeah, so I, something but, going But on. when I was younger, I wanted the powdered ones. And then we would always end up going to uh, Mary Brown's downtown for a 
like a snack pack or something. Even I had never I even heard of Mary Brown. I had never heard of Mary Brown. I hated it. The I, only, um, I became a skip to dishes driver. The only and reason I, I ever went there was because they had a jukebox. So we would always play it. And she would always put on fucking Boney M. And I hate that Christmas song that they sing. I can't stand it. Like, Oh, it I didn't even really, know Boney M had a Christmas song. Yes. Mary's boy child, Jesus Christ, was born on Christmas Day. And I'm not going to sing it, but that's how it goes. Okay. <laughs> and it's an awful, awful song. And there's something about it that gives me the fucking creeps. I don't know what it is, but she would always, like, put that on. Yeah, but I hated Mary Brown's. And you didn't know Mary Brown's before you started driving for Skip the Dishes. That's yeah, funny. I just got an order one day, and it just said, "Show, go to Mary Brown's. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what that is. She but... got the best legs in town, man. Is it a chicken place? Yes, it is. Okay, I didn't even, yeah, I have no idea. I just, yeah. it was just nonstop. I didn't like it. Fast that. food. Yeah. Half of it I'd never heard of. So that's basically what I used to do. Like, the mother's stressed to, like, get all the Christmas presents bought. On the 24th. And I remember once I actually um, went into a store and it had like really pretty home things in there and I was looking at stuff and I must have picked something up and not realized that I left with it in my hand because I did buy something else there. I just, I guess I had it in my hand and I don't know. Anyway, I, I realized that I got home and I had not paid for it. So I felt really bad about it. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that was kind of weird. All right, everybody, you heard it here first. Here's the big scoop. He is laying it all on the Sticky line. Fingers. So what did you do? Did you go back? No, of course not. It's Christmas. Okay. Um, but there was this one thing. So we used to have the store, you know, Bowerings. Do you remember them? No. Anyway, it was like a chain of stores. And What kind of store was it? Uh, kind of like, um, I guess you could kind of equate it to like a linen chest kind of thing. Okay. So anyways, they used to have this. There was two things I always wanted my whole life growing up that had that had to do with Christmas. One of them was this creepy, there was a store that was really, really small, and they had, like, home stuff in there, too. And it had this creepy, you'd walk up these little stairs in this tiny room from the main floor of the store, and there'd be this creepy cat clock that would be hanging on the wall. And the tail would swing back and forth. For the seconds, and the eyes would like go back and forth. You've seen those before, right? Yeah, like I've, they look kind of look like Felix the Cat, but like a clock. I think I've seen that in a cartoon. Yeah, maybe. I really wanted one of those really bad, even though it really scared me. I just really wanted one really bad. And the other thing was that Bowerings used to have this beautiful. Every year they'd put it out. It was this unicorn, and it was so sparkly. Is that a and Christmas so thing in beautiful. Newfoundland to put out the Christmas unicorn? <laughs> I don't know, but it was with it was it had white hair. It was all silvery and glittery. It was so pretty. So years and years went by, and I would see this unicorn. And then finally, I got a job, and I was working, and I fucking hightailed it down to Bowerings, and I was like, "This is the year I buy that goddamn unicorn, my Christmas unicorn, my Christmas horn." Okay. Okay. Cool. So, so you get in there, I get in there and I go down there and it must've been the same unicorn all these years that they had put on display. It was so chipped and so like Megany. I don't even know how to say like that oh, word. Another good, another good word. Yeah. Megany is that up. just, just you're, you're like, you're once over, twice over, three times over, you're done. Like 
you can see the day has gotten you, the night has gotten you. Yeah, you're beat up, but not physically beat up. You just, you're a mess. Okay. Right? Anyway, yep. this thing was mega name. Very good French word. I was word. very disturbed and sad because that was it then. That was my, that, that, like, I wasn't going to buy that clock at that point, although I could still find them, but I couldn't find the wooden ones. I could only find the plastic ones. So I didn't want that anymore. And it was just like a moment of like realization that this thing that I had waited so long for, I couldn't have it. Like I could have it, but it was, it had lost its luster, I guess. So that kind of sucked. Although when we went back to Costco um, this weekend, we ran into the, we ran into when we saw they had the uh, Pac-Man display there for the arcade game. That kind of brought that little feeling back like, oh, actually something I want. Yeah, we saw a, well, not full-size, but like a full child-sized Pac-Man arcade It's probably a normal-sized arcade game. It's just we're bigger, so, you know. And uh, Alicia was very excited Mm -hmm. about it. I took a picture of it uh, because it was uh, was a weird moment. A lot of people looking at us. Well, I don't care. Alicia was freaking out over the Pac-Man. Yeah, but I couldn't touch anything. I just I wanted to touch it so bad, but I was just like, ah. I, I was excited for you. You looked really happy. I was happy. I was very happy. I wanted it really, really badly. <laughs> really badly. But anyway, um, yeah. So, I don't know. Those are kind of, uh, I like, I liked, uh, in our house, you didn't open up any presents you waited till the morning and in the morning you got up and you busied yourself with your uh christmas stocking while mom usually got whatever was going to be put in the oven on in the oven and then she would start making breakfast at some point uh while we were playing with our stuff from her stocking which was you know the usually i think the typical thing for girls when i was younger was stuff out of the avon catalog so you'd have all these little like quote unquote perfumes and makeups that were like, you know, bar not Barbie, it was like fairy tale like bubble bath and fairy tale lip gloss and like all that kind of stuff. Tinkerbell, I think mm-hmm, it was, mm-hmm. and Bambi and all that stuff. And um uh, yeah. we weren't we weren't really big on stockings in my house, but I mean I think that'd be cool to do in the future for us maybe yeah i i prefer stockings it's a lot of little gifts it's great when i was younger i used to go with my mom all the time to uh, the curling club because she was part of the curling club for like my entire life so was my dad and so we used to go there all the time for christmas and just the smell this is going to sound really weird but i associate christmas with the smell of um a few things toffee fay which will always and forever be my favorite fucking thing about Christmas ever, and I don't think it's vegan, and I haven't had it in many, many a year. Sorry, what did you say? Toffee fay. What does that mean? It's like this toffee cup. I think that's the toffee part of it. It's like this soft, um, sort of like it's firm enough to hold a hazelnut in the middle, and then like... I guess caramel around it or something and then like a chocolate disc on the top. It's delicious and I love it so 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 much. Okay. Anyways, the smell of that as well as like um just the excitement of opening up one of those oh, what were they called? I think they're called Baker Street tins or something. Anyways, you'd open them up and it would just be all of these assorted 
candy wrapped in this colorful cellophane wrapper. And it would be all these different kinds of chocolates. Oh, I remember the days of having a mixed box of chocolates or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but these were tins. So later on, you would find a tin randomly at like a, a grandparent or relative's house. And you'd be like, fuck, yeah, they have the chocolates. But then you'd open it up and you realized now inside was like packets of sugar or salt or something. And you'd be so disappointed because it wasn't the little chocolates. You'd just be hoping so hard <laughs> to just find. My favorite was this long one. It was like a long, it was wrapped in green cellophane. And I think it was like uh, mint, like a mint chocolate. There might have even been a little cookie base in there or something. Anyways, it was delicious. But yeah. Because most of the time when you eat those chocolates, you know, you get the little paper. Honestly, I'm sure many people did this. But I was definitely one of those people that I would like bite into the chocolate and it would be so disgusting. I'd be like, fuck that. I'm not going to eat that. What's that? And I'd Ew. look at it. It would be like strawberry orange. Or, I mean, strawberry chocolate or orange chocolate or something like that. I wasn't down with any of that shit. Oh, you didn't read the legend first? No, I didn't read you the gotta legend You got to plan your route. No, you gotta... that ruins the surprise. <laughs> it's kind of like the Harry Potter fucking jelly bellies. Like, it's going to be gross and you just don't know, right? I don't know. I don't I don't like to be surprised well, when the surprise is happening in my mouth. Whoa. Oh, Wow. It's a good thing you're not a girl. <laughs> Let me just tell you that. But anyways, yeah, so like, but I would put them aside so that eventually when the rest of the chocolates were finished, I'd just have those little laughing pieces of chocolate. And even though they were so disgusting, I would still eat them. Wait, so you would like, you would like, chew on it but then re- be surprised by the taste spit I would bite it, out. it off i wouldn't spit it out oh so you would have I'm half a, a chocolate you'd have half a chocolate yeah, from the, chocolate tip, you didn't the like. tip of the chocolate not even half okay and then afterwards even though you didn't like them you would then go and clean up all the last pieces and eat those that i bit off yes yeah, yeah. wow okay yeah, you just wait till it made its rounds and like you held on to them and then when <laughs> you knew there was no other good chocolates left then you settled for the the slightly lesser quality interesting interesting yeah so how many how many years did this go on for anyways um other things that you do on christmas time you don't remember anything else i don't really have oh i was telling you about the curling club so that smell was like booze it was the smell of like the rink the curling club rink mixed with like just the the smell of booze because they would have it upstairs where the bar was well, everybody knows that curling and booze are go hand in hand. Right. But they would have Santa Claus come in and call out our names and give us our gifts. And I used to get so disappointed because all the I would always be towards the end. I don't Santa know Claus why. would always not pronounce your name right. I don't even know. I just know that my gifts, and they always fucking sucked. And I never knew. I was like, who's buying? I don't even think anybody ever told me who was buying those gifts. Because it was never anything that I actually ever wanted or asked for. Uh-huh. Anyways, that's just sounds really like San- Santa's spoiled. leftover toys. I don't know. It was weird, but I was very, very much like, and I had friends there at that point. Well, friends, like people that I went to school with and like, I would see how nice their gifts were and I would be super jealous. I didn't like that at all. Cause I knew I was going to get it rubbed in my face there. And then I was going to have to hear about it in school. Mm. We went to school. So that kind of sucked, but there's plenty of things that happened on Christmases that made me really happy. Like, you must have moments where you're like, "Oh, that was really cool," and yeah, that happened at Christmas time. Um, I did. I I did remember while you were speaking that my mom 
did have a pretty elaborate like Christmas village under the tree. Oh, that's like nice. we had that white fabric that had to go around. And then she had like all kinds of little houses and things and whatever that you had to put all around to decorate under the mm-hmm. tree. Um, we had quite a quite a bunch of ornaments and stuff and whatever. We had a pretty we had a pretty uh, decent Christmas tree setup. We always did like a real tree and stuff. But no, like there wasn't really any activities and stuff. Usually, it was like my sister and I fighting over you know, gifts and stuff. Like, I would get a video game and she would want to play and I wouldn't let her play and whatever. You know, that kind of stuff. I had, like, I think there's a couple of moments that really stand out. Like, I, one year I made chili. I made chili, chili, bang, bang. And I invited some friends over to, and this was, like, I was older. Was that a play on the the No, no, that was a recipe. But, like, was it... No, based no. inspired by it was crazy spicy chili anyways in my one of one who someone who i can always considered a really really good friend of mine um ian came over and he was so funny because like he came over to help us decorate the tree like my friends would just come over and drop in and me and my mom were decorating the tree and we were doing like homemade ornaments like putting popcorn tassels on and stuff like that like with cranberries so um people come over and they helped out and that really was, like, one of my favorite times. It was so funny. Panin had some chili, and he was giving me shit because I was listening to techno. I think I may have already been moved to Montreal at that point, and I came back home for Christmas. But he was making fun of my music, and then he went to eat my chili, and he did this little dance where he had, like, this, um, oh, what the fuck were those? He like, it was, like, a salt and pepper hat on, and he just kept turning it around and around in his head, and he was, like, jumping up and down like with his one of his legs up like hopping on it because it was so hot but it was just so genuinely funny because I wasn't expecting that because I eat, I have always eaten so spicy and so mom has too but his face his skin was so pink it was so funny because I thought okay he's like really hamming it up here but you couldn't hide the color of his face it was just too funny that was really nice and um, I think, uh, oh, when I moved to Montreal, there was a moment where I went to have dinner at my friend's house and we wanted to go sledding and we didn't have any toboggans. So we were all like, stoned and drunk and we took some, I was like, why don't we just put our bodies in garbage bags? So oh. I grabbed, yes, yeah, so we all grabbed garbage bags and we ran up on the hill and we went tobogganing and. I mean, it fucking hurt, but it was yeah. so fun. Like, we flew down that hill because it was very icy. I was just going to bring up tobogganing because I was going to say that, like, it's not necessarily a Christmas thing, but sure like a winter thing. I love it. You know, getting the friend groups together and then, like, go to a tobogganing, tobogganing hill late at night. And I remember we'd put our beer bottles in the snow and yeah. then you'd, you know, you'd drink a bunch of beer, then you'd slide down, then you'd climb back up and go find your beer and, like, it was so cold that the beers all had like ice crystals in them nice. and it was like really, really cold. That's awesome. One time I brought, cause we didn't really have toboggans either. Like maybe had like one or two actual toboggans and like maybe a magic carpet or something. Oh, I wasn't allowed to have those. And then, uh, <laughs> one time I was like, yeah, I'll just bring my snowboard, but like oh. not actually going snowboarding, just this bring the snowboard as a sled. Right. And so I brought that and I remember I went down it and then, and Did you sit in the part for your, like in between the part for your feet? In between, yeah, and held Ooh. on. And yeah, it was not good. Um, but then Jeff grabbed it and tried. 
and he really picked up a bunch of speed on it. Um, but then what happened was it like caught an edge or something like he was turning or something and it caught an edge and the snowboard flipped up onto its side. So it was pointing like it was the, the sharp side or whatever the side was pointing up and he Mm -hmm. landed on it on his hip or something. Ow. And I have never, ever in my life, we were roommates at this time. And so I got the, I got the bruise updates, but I've never seen a bruise go through that many colors. It was so many colors of bruise. It was, it started off like black, like internal bleeding style. Right. And then like, it just like, it was every shade no of purple and red. No wonder you don't want to go tobogganing and, because we want a free pass to go up Mount Washington. Oh, uh, well, tubing is different. Like tubing, I have gone tubing before. And I just, I don't like how you're, you're not in control. Like right. you're not, your body can't move in any way to I'm control. Cause I've been bugging you so hard to do this. And I think back at all of the times that I went and had a really great time. Um, one time I even snuck in somewhere, like we snuck when it was closed and we went tobogganing there and that was really fun. But then I think about the time that I went tubing with somebody and they, they, the same night that the girl I worked with broke her arm tubing because they did a chain of tubes, the person that I went with, this is going to be gross. So if you don't want to hear anything gross, this is the fucking Ooh. spoiler alert right here because it's going to get pretty disgusting. Trigger warning. He had whatever. this huge thing. I don't know if I want to hear on this. On his lower back. It was awful. What so is, What does that mean? I thought it was like an ingrown hair. It was like this huge cystic like boil. It was so gross. It was. I think it was an ingrow uh, hair, and it got infected. How? Please connect this to tubing somehow, please. So we went tubing, right? And I didn't think about that. Ugh. I didn't think about maybe it wasn't a good idea, and clearly he didn't either. So we went, and then <laughs> when we got oh. home, he was oh, in no. so much pain. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, why are you? Because we were, you know, we were partying and stuff or whatever. But then later on in the night, he was in oh a lot God. of pain. So he's like, well, I didn't want to show you because I didn't want to get, get grossed out. Anyways, it burst. It was oh. so bad. Oh, my God. Oh. It was so disgusting. It was awful. I felt so bad for him. And then, of course, the time that I went and my only time I got to go snowboarding and I was doing a lesson and the person that I went with decided they were going to, like, forego all like caution to the wind, just like no common sense and just dove right into snow blades and like fucking broke their fucking leg. And that was awful. Yeah. And I didn't know. And I was just, I kept coming up to the top of the hill. Like, why aren't they moving? Why are they just like sitting down there waving at me? Right. Like I'd wave to them, they wave at me. And then I see, eventually I see two Mm. people come out and help them off and, I've tracked them down and realized that they busted their leg. Well, if anybody else is horrified by that <laughs> other story, uh, I'm with you, and uh, tonight we can both lay awake without sleeping together. So there you go. Um, what, what about? Oh, sorry. Well, I I used to ski quite a bit when I was a kid, and then uh, when I was a teenager, I got into snowboarding, and I was actually really good. We oh. should totally. I I'll I'll uh, still, despite me being old, I want to. I do want to try again. But it's been so many years, so it doesn't matter. You got to pick it up again, or We're whatever. Not there to impress anybody. We're just there to have fun. Well, I don't know. It gets competitive, you know. <laughs> Come on. But yeah, like uh, I, I kind of miss. I miss that. Like we used to go skiing quite a bit when I was younger, and um, and it was a ton of fun. But it just it feels like it's a 
a young person's thing. Oh and God, Phil. I, I do want to get back into it, but it is a big commitment and, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know how I feel right now about the, it's not I've a heard big bad stories. I've heard stories already it's, of people up on the mountain here and people not respecting the mask rules while they're waiting in oh, line. Oh, now you're going the, into something else. Though. For the, for the chairlift. Mm-hmm. And, um, I've heard that it's like an, a COVID outbreak waiting to happen. It's only a matter of time before it's they so shut weird. it down. They were saying on the, on the radio that they're super protective of their, well, of, of course, of course, they're going to say that. But like I've heard of like firsthand accounts. That's weird. Richard from other told people. me that it was pretty, pretty strict up there, too. Well, I guess so. But I've also heard from those same people that, that told me I feel really bad for the uh, lift attendants because they have to deal with all these people and constantly remind them. That's and- crazy, though, because if you think about it, you chances are you you're already like you've got so much gear on you anyways. Like there's no reason why you can't cover your face. Give a fucking scarf at the very least. Just zip up. Well, first of all, a scarf is not adequate, but sure. Like, I don't think a scarf wrapped around your face is any less adequate than a fucking mask that's not sealed tight to your face. Looking at you people walking around with those plastic fucking things that are open on the top or the bottom and the basic general population that can't <laughs> get masks like myself to fit your face. It's crazy how many people have like their nose just I need like t- a sticking ch- completely out. A children's mask would fit my face but rip the shit out of my ears, you know? Yeah. And honestly, on a daily basis, most of our customers that come in, none of us have something that's sealed to our face, not one. It's it's they're they're not you can't expect one generic pattern to fit everybody. No, but you can adjust it. There's only so much you can adjust. Your face of your shape, right? Is people have round faces, square faces, oval faces, heart-shaped faces, triangle-shaped faces. Whoa. Like your bone structure not is sure. not going to allow for something to fit completely flush to your face unless it's like silicone. Who are all these people you're meeting with triangle faces? <laughs> <laughs> Meaning they have like a very wide forehead and a narrow <laughs> narrow. I I'm chin. trying to imagine that. Well, I, like I don't know who you're talking about. Face. It's like a heart-shaped face. I I think I think I meant to say well, a heart-shaped face is genuinely narrow on the bottom. And for uh-huh. me, when someone's got a very wide jaw, but then it's like more narrow in the middle is kind of like a triangle. But I guess it's more of like an All right, upside. well, whatever. Upside. As long as everybody's doing their best, whatever. But I just, you know, it makes me nervous. Those fucking Pentagon faces, man. <laughs> They're the worst. Those pointy foreheads. Those um, Farinacci, what is it? Fibonacci. Fibonacci? Fibonacci sequenced <laughs> face. I think that's funny. All right, well. Wait, hold on, hold on. We're not finished. So one thing I love about Christmas, well, aside from the fact that I've always, my, we've got this, oh, do you have any like crazy traditions in your family? Like we've got this punch in our family that no one's like Taylor punch that no one's ever supposed to know the recipe for. Uh, well. Um, and my mom's. Rum cake, and I'm going to call it rum cake because it's basically rum. Or I should say cake rum. It's not, re- not in my family per se, but, uh, well, I don't know why I said per se. That's not the right, right thing to say. But anyway, uh, not in my family, but um, but being in the military comes with a lot of traditions. And um, there's definitely a lot of traditions that I bring from that. Like, we're not doing it this year because of COVID. We actually had a Zoom 
Christmas party last night, but I couldn't attend because I was doing my exam. Right. So I was pretty peeved off, but um, so I missed that. But uh, normally around Christmas time, even though you have to like get all dressed up and whatever, it is kind of nice to have those traditions and uh, you get to get together with all your coworkers and it's kind of like an extended family almost. So, Mm -hmm. um, so there's there's definitely a lot of stuff. Nobody wants to hear me go through all of that stuff now. But um, are you gonna make caribou milk, but vegan style? They uh, they do. Uh, some of the guys make a thing called moose milk. Moose milk. Sorry, um, I don't know why I say caribou milk. Maybe that's a thing. Like maybe, no, no, I meant moose milk. Maybe in Saskatchewan they make uh, caribou <laughs> milk, and in like Alberta they make moose milk or maybe. something. Maybe it's just a cultural thing. Um, so here it would be orca milk. Ooh, it's getting grosser <laughs> and grosser, I think. Now it's starting to sound like something else. But um anyway, uh <laughs> sweet, sweet. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I don't know how to make it, but um yeah. So they make stuff like that and whatever. So and now cool. and now that uh you know that uh, cannabis has been legalized for a, a while. Mm-hmm. You're starting to see, like, in especially in the younger generations and stuff, like, a lot of guys aren't into, like, the military used to be, like, a lot of beer and stuff like that. But nowadays, it's it's a little bit more laid back. Like, you know, people will have some beers and stuff, but then some people like to smoke now, and some people right. don't like to do anything. And it's, like, mm-hmm. it's totally fine because it's not, like, the peer pressure of the olden days and whatever. Like, it's... It's a different culture and a different yeah. environment now, and you're starting to see that a lot, and I think that's that's pretty cool. I'm so. really happy with our, like, little pot decorations that we made. Our Christmas tree this year is fucking, it's really cool because, like, we didn't have any decorations, and we had a tree that just came with lights. So um, I'd seen this thing. I think it was Heidi's, Heidi's Holidays or something on Facebook. Someone had sent a clip. Uh, one of the girls I work with had sent a clip showing this beautiful Christmas tree that she had, and it had, like, these joints on it and I guess a dry ice machine or something. So, like, the joints were puffing on it, and it had these beautiful pot leaves on it and everything. So I asked one of the girls that works with me, who's really artsy, and, like, she does all kinds of, like, wonderful art, if she would make pot cookies, pot leaf cookies, but, well, not cookies, clay. And um, because I was thinking make them shortbread cookies, and then, like, after we could eat them or whatever. I guess that'd be gross, like, they'd be Mm. hanging on the tree for a couple of weeks. But anyway, so she made them. And I got the guys to roll fake joints, and then we made because um, we had uh, Halloween decorations, and I had all of that weird white stuff that we use for cobwebs. So I got them to like make like take the joints and like burn the ends because we made it out of tissue paper and rolling papers, and then burn the ends and like make the end red, and then add. The, the cloud, the, the, smoke? the cloud, the stuff out of it to make it look like it was a cloud of smoke. Cool. Yeah, and That's then cool. Krista's pot leaves. It looks really fucking cool. I think it's really rad. Plus, we've got like a lit like salamander to put on the top, and I got him a little Christmas hat, and we put a little joint in his mouth. <laughs> and that looks really cool. And that's gonna be our tree topper. Cool. I'm gonna have to come check it out. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, some of it was up tonight, but you didn't see all of it. But yeah, we'll have to finish it. So that was kind of cool. Um, have you ever been caroling? No, absolutely not. Really? Never, ever. Oh, man. I can't believe you even would so, think that I would So, where I come Carolyn. from, there's such a thing also as mummering. Yeah, I really have no idea what yeah, that is. Yeah, so you'd go and you'd, like, you're supposed to, like, dress up and then you go into someone's house and you, like, you know, you dance or you... With their consent or just secretly... or something and you ask, are there any mummers allowed in? And then, you, you know, like, they'll usually give you, like, a treat or something and... 
and they have to try to guess who you are and stuff like that. Kind of like caroling. Oh, so um, you have but to wear, I have been caroling also. Wait, so you wear a disguise yes. and you go to your neighbor's house and then your neighbor has to see if they can tell that it's you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And do you is there like points or something if they well, can't you, tell? Well, you they ply you with alcohol and like cookies and stuff. Oh, right? to find like, out who you yeah. are. So, well no, not to find out who you are, but like they there, you're like you're going there, and you do like you're providing the entertainment, basically, right? Oh, okay. You feed them and stuff, and it's cool. Um, and I've also gone caroling, and that was actually more lucrative when I went caroling the one time because there was people were like, "What the hell?" Like nobody understood. We were a very small group of people, and we were just went around our street, and that was actually really cool. I really enjoyed that. I didn't really like the singing, but I I liked being out. I really like my favorite part of of the holidays is super, super, super late at night. And I did this also when I was living in Quebec in my condo on Christmas Eve, I guess night would technically Christmas day. Um, just walking outside when it's the latest it could possibly be like, nobody is awake. There's just snow everywhere. And it's like hallucinatory because the snow is so sparkly and there's nothing better than just kind of walking outside. It's completely peaceful. It's so dark, except for the snow is so, 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 so bright. And you see all the little sparkles. And it's like this cold, 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 crisp air. It's just a really nice thing. And then, um, yeah, for sure, if you can, like, you know, I like I enjoyed walking outside and just going for, like, a toke while I was outside and then taking, like, a good 45-minute walk outside at night. And it's just beautiful. But when I was younger, obviously, I wasn't doing that. I was just walking. Um, I would meet up with my friend, and we would just do a little walk. And it was obviously not going to be the same lateness in the evening because we were younger. But when I was, it was still really quiet. It was nice. When I was young, um, we didn't do that. But we did go around at nighttime in a – not in a similar fashion, but – uh, my grandmother would come visit from Switzerland sometimes, and they don't decorate the houses over there like that, like like we do with all the lights and everything. So she would really like to go for a drive, and so we would take her for a drive, and like the, me and my sister would get in the back seat with her, and uh, whoever would you know drive us around, and we would drive over to like you know where all the big rich houses are and stuff mm -hmm. take her to all the fancy neighborhoods to see all the super fancy christmas lights and everything so are you a blue light fan or are you like traditional it has to be red and green well you mean for or preference like of white. preference of uh christmas light yeah. colors i think i personally like it when they're multicolored like when oh. you get the strand of multicolored ones mm -hmm. Um, but I think it, it is quite classy to just do like white or white and blue. Um, I, I'm not, I don't really care so much about the colors. What I don't like is when there's too much like blinking and action, mm -hmm. like what, like a long time ago, all the lights were just static, Yeah. you know, and now with led lights and all the stuff, whatever, there's all these like effects and blinking and it's just too much for me. Like I just, I find that really kind of ruins, I like a slow blink or something or right. like a slow the fade yeah some well no the fade in and out that's super annoying i hate that but like if it's like you Twinkling. know like that you know like the icicle lights if the icicle lights are slow 
then that's I like fine. it when they're not all doing it at the same time and it's but, twinkling. Yeah, I would prefer for all the ways just to be static. I think that looks nice. I think when Why they're all blinking surprised? and going nuts and doing different patterns Nobody and whatever. Control I hate over. that. And I oh hate I hate the blow up uh, ones where it's like the oh, you have yeah. to uh, turn the, the fan noise. on and yeah. it blows it up. That's annoying. Stuff uh, blowing around on the inside. Except for I really like the well, neighbor that has the outhouse one where the door opens up and it's Santa taking it. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's funny, funny or whatever. But most of those blow Although up ones. Although I would never put that outside my own house. It just looks like garbage during the daytime. Like I always see them during the day and they're all deflated. Mm-hmm. Just It looks like everybody's got garbage on their lawns. I, I definitely think I I have nostalgic feelings for certain old um, ornaments like the really expensive ornaments that my um, my grandparents would have had were like, you know, if you broke one, you just felt bad. They were like delicate and they were heavy and they were well painted and they lasted so many years. And they would come out of the, the boxes and that smell of just mildew and must. But it wasn't gross. It was just like these had been packed away for Christmas and Christmas before that and the Christmas before that. And it always smelled so good. Um or the lights, like checking the lights and like, fuck, man, that would be the scariest thing. I remember sitting there with my mom and we'd have the just ropes of Christmas lights and they were the bulbs. And you knew inevitably there were going to be bulbs that were going to pop in your hands. And it was awful. It was so scary. I fucking hated it. But I still fondly remember that moment because that was just like a rite of passage when you're young to do that. But I, uh, I like blue lights. I like blue lights. I like, I like the kind of indigo colored lights and white lights. I definitely like the twinkling. Um, I really like seeing them in trees, and I really like seeing lights in places that I wouldn't expect them. So, like, if you were going on a forest walk and then they'd be in the tree, I really enjoy that. My favorite thing was um, I really like seeing, like, lit candles which obviously you're not going to do it now, but I liked it when they would put the t- tree, the tea lights in the path in the back where people would do snowshoeing. I just thought oh, it was in so the little pretty. paper bags. Yeah, yeah, that was really nice. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, they light up the whole snowshoe trail, and you can mm-hmm. go do a snowshoe trail at night with all the tea lights. That w- that was nice. I remember mm-hmm. that. Um, maybe we should save gift discussion for the next episode. I think we should. Okay, yeah. but I do want to know. Um. Because we'll move on from this. But I do want to know if you've got any favorite Christmas food. Cookies. Come on. You must have a favorite Christmas cookie. No. Uh, but uh, maybe we should wrap it up, though. I think it's getting kind of late. Like, I don't know. But oh. I don't. I honestly, I, I know this is going to sound bad, but I don't. There's no Christmas foods. Like, I don't know what, you know, that's not a thing. Like, I. I, there was nothing made that was specially made at Christmas time okay. as opposed to other times. No one's ever given you like something like a basket well, or cookies that they've made and you've been like, fuck, these are really good. No, but uh, the one thing I would consider Christmas food is like that um, that fruit cake, you know, like that really gross fruit cake. Gross, like wedding cake? 
No, I don't know. It's like a really thick cake with like the little uh, dried fruit, the dried yeah you know, things in it or whatever. Yeah, that's fruit cake. That seems like a holiday. Oh, that's awful. Type of, yeah, it was gross, but like that seems like I'm a sure holiday that's, like, type deadly thing. Also, because it has those cherries in it that are red and green. <laughs> all that chem, all those chemicals. Yeah, it was it. gross. Like awful, awful. Uh, well, I know, but that's the only thing I can think of that's specific to the holidays. A friend of mine made these cookies once with like. Um, gingerbread those those, uh no no they were like um i guess they were like i don't know if those there's they're sticks some kind of like uh fuck what are they called they're i used to call them christmas spiders because it was like chocolatey caramel um poured over these like uh not wonton sticks but i forget what you call them but you get them like pocky no 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 Anyways, super good, but you could do them with pretzel, pretzel sticks also. So you had the salty sweet in them, mm-hmm. but like the little picky things would stick out the little legs. So I called them spider cookies, but I don't know. Okay. They're really good. They're really good. And so I know you want to go, but I'm not done. So just very quickly, just very quickly. I really want to watch Gremlins because I want to, I want to talk about Christmas movies, but that's like one of my favorite movies. And I just have to say... Today, I learned something about that, and I was so surprised. So two of my favorite movies when I was younger, Gremlins and Goonies, it turns out that the Goonies is in the same universe as Gremlins. Because if you've ever watched the Goonies, there is a point where Chunk is like getting interviewed by the news team, and he's talking about stuff that's going on at... um, I think it's Kingston Falls or something like that. And it's what's happening in the Gremlins movie. And I found that out today listening to Ghoulmates podcast. Oh. And I was like, holy shit, of course. I did not know those two things were related. But it was awesome. And I was super happy to hear it. Well, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, so now you have to watch the Gremlins and then we can... <sighs> And I'm going to be happy because that's one of one of my favorite movies. Okay. The first one. All right. Um, I have a podcast I want to give a shout out to. Cool. Always cool. Uh, I did not know Kesha has a podcast. I also learned I that, that today. Did you? Yeah. Why didn't you tell me? I, I didn't think it was important. I'd... Are you crazy? You should always tell me when you hear <laughs> of a new podcast, especially if it's something related to music. Oh, yeah. It's, it was advertised on the Scrubs podcast. Anyway, I was listening to her interview with Alice Cooper, and I was like, fuck, I want to go hang out with them. It sounds so awesome. They, they're really nice. But I was, uh, yeah, it's called Kesha and the Creepies. Cool. And it's really, really cool. Yeah. So I heard that advertised on the Fake Doctors, Real Friends podcast. Right. Which I haven't is, listened to that yet. Um, it's uh, uh, Donald, Donald Faison and Zach Braff. And they are, of course... Uh, Not J- doctors. JD and Turk from Scrubs. Right. And they're basically doing a rewatch podcast so what they do is they they talk about what was going on in their lives and whatever and the back behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. and they they like what they watched the pilot and then they talked about it or vice versa or whatever they talked about it, then they watched it i think they watch it first then they talk about it and they give you all the behind the scenes stuff and all the little stories and things that happened in their lives or 
on set or whatever and what was going on and that was pretty cool i've seen scrubs like one and a half times yeah i i rewatched it in the last couple of years yeah and so i was like i don't know if i really want to watch it again but it's kind of cool to hear them talk about it mm-hmm. and i remember we used to play me and my friends used to play the scrubs drinking game so like usually before we went out we everybody would like meet up at justin's place and uh, during that time, we were often just watching Scrubs all the time. And so whenever you would show up, you would pick a rule. And then by the time everybody got there, there would be like eight rules. Okay. And so if you could imagine some of the more popular rules were like when JD gets called a girl's name or right. whenever there's a high five or whenever there's a... um. Uh, you know when he has like a a daydream? Yes. And there's like a... Like a flashback. Yeah, like not a flashback, but like uh, where he's like imagining something. Right. One of those sequences. So whenever that would happen or, you know, whatever, they would just pick stuff. And then, so then before you knew it, it would be like you had a drink like every two minutes. Cause like, I feel like we should do one of these games for Christmas. Uh, like for uh, like rules that you could use for any generic Christmas movie because there's so many freaking Christmas movies. Or just movies. something that we watch. Okay. Something that we watch that they have like very like frequent behavioral Stuff. patterns. Yeah. And Again, we can we make could up try. rules, a couple of rules ourselves and just see what happens. Okay. Cool. Okay. So. Um. Yeah. Do you have a song? Uh, I actually have two. Okay. I'm in I'm very indecisive these days, and we also have to come up with a Christmas song eventually. Not everybody celebrates Christmas, including me. We're going to come up with a happy festive song. Okay. Or a, fe- or a song for the Christmas holidays. You can find something. There's a lot of music out there. For the holiday season. I, yeah, I no guarantee you I can your... find you something funny or something fun that you will like. Okay. And I say fun. It doesn't have to be fun. It could be kind of slow and indie or whatever. But, like, I guarantee you I could find you something you would like. Um, Sia just put out a fucking Christmas album. Like, everybody likes Sia. Okay. I'm down to try, um, try that. I want to choose Gasoline by Prof. That's one song. Gasoline by Prof. Yes. And what playlist is that going to go on? I believe uh, that would have to go on kind of like, not maybe the chiller podcast, I guess. I mean. Playlist? Playlist, I guess. Okay. It's just like a happy song, but it's kind of chill. Okay. And also, I didn't know Yell has a new song out. Or yeah, I mean, I'm saying Yell, uh, and it's Karate. Karate by Yell. Yeah. Okay. And that's, I would like to put that on a happy. I'm just going to always choose two because it's a struggle for me to narrow it down to one and two is not even enough, but at least it makes me feel a little bit better. Okay, cool. I'm picking the piano cover of Where's My Mind by Maxence Siren. Mm, nice. And uh, it's quite a beautiful tune. Um, and it kind of fits with my theme of Sodage because it's kind of like you... Have this nos- I have this nostalgia of Fight Club and that final scene in Fight Club. Spoiler alert, where they're like watching all the 
buildings blow up and they're listening to Where's My Mind by the Pixies and, you know. I, I don't think either one of my songs should go on that Cozy Poopers podcast. I mean, fuck playlist. <laughs> okay. We'll figure it it's out. It's too happy. We'll, we'll figure out where to put them. Don't worry. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Check us out on Instagram, Party Pooper Podcast. Um, you can email us at partypooperpodcast at gmail.com. Anything you want to say? Yeah. That, that's it? <laughs> okay. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Sorry, one more thing. I forgot. I needed to mention that um, the the songs playing at the end of the show, it's not working out because, uh, well, the reason why is because Anchor, where we're hosting our podcast now, was allowing us to put Spotify songs at the end of the show, mm -hmm. but you could only hear those songs if you were listening to the podcast in Spotify. Okay. And if I created a, a, a podcast episode with those songs at the end, they wouldn't be distributed to any other platform oh, at all. Oh, I see. So it was creating this weird problem. Yeah, I get and it. And so I've been looking for solutions and thinking about what to do about it. Like maybe we release one just to Spotify and then I release a completely separate one, you know, just for everybody else. But then on Spotify, it's going to show up twice, but one version is going to have songs and one won't. And it's pretty annoying. So I, I'm not happy with that. So I think we're just going to stick with, you know, check it out on the actual Spotify playlist. I'll put the links in the description and, you know, I think that'll work out better for now until we figure out what's going on. Patreon does have like a podcast hosting thing, which I'm thinking about switching to. Uh, even though it'll still be free, but mm -hmm. I still won't be able to put songs at the end. So, but I, I don't like it the way it's set up. So I'll figure it out. But so if you're expecting to hear the songs at the end, I just want to let you know there's, there's no songs at the end. I'll see you next time. Bye.